Crazy. Yeah, that was, that was a crazy. That was something. That was this is wild. what happens though when uh, first time recording a podcast in the new studio. Yeah, where we actually have a room dedicated for recording stuff like this to do voiceovers and podcasts, and it's going to happen like this. Yeah, this is the way it's supposed to happen. This is how it starts. Yeah, um, and this is our first time doing this one here. Yeah, it sounds good. You yeah. sound good in my ears right now. Thanks. You sound the same. Okay. <laughs> no, the room does sound pretty good. Uh, and the way that we used to do this podcast, remember, we would talk about you sitting in uh, Dan's desk. Mm-hmm. Or sitting, not in it, but sitting at Dan's desk. And we would do the, the podcast in the normal studio that you saw on TV. Um, but now we're in a room totally different. And it is like living life. Yeah, it's epic. Yeah. Big fan. Yeah, this is so good. Um, it's been a while since mm-hmm. we've done one, but there's been a lot going on. We've been busy. Maybe not that busy. Probably not that busy as um, we think we were, are or yeah. could be. It doesn't take that long to do these. Nope. Um, so anyway, the new studio is, is pretty awesome. Everybody knows that. But it's. I think it's safe to say that right now, I know certainly dominating my life is the three-on-three league. Correct. It's basically all I think about all day. And while I, certainly while I'm at work... And I'm um, usually when I should be working on the Dan Patrick show, I take care of that stuff first, and then I start working on the three on three league. Yeah, because it's, it's great. It's taken over the studio, literally, because everybody in the studio is involved in it. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, it's, it's man, that is interesting. Like everybody, except for maybe two people, maybe it might only be one, but for the most part, every single person that works in, at the studio is is on a team. Yeah, there, there's one permanent employee resident here that isn't playing just one and then the thing that happens too that i don't know that we really have paid any well we've only done one real episode of it or or shoot or game or whatever um but the people when you play the first game all right there's two teams Mm -hmm. and uh once those people are done playing the first game they have to go behind the scenes and shoot the next game like yeah, they have to it. hold cameras and run sound and do all that stuff, yeah. which well, is crazy. If you know the three-on-three league, you know Marvin. Marvin immediately walked off the court and was handed a headset and a camera and had to start filming right away. He's like sweating, shaking, like just like, okay, time to time to yeah. go to work. And then the flip side of that is that while the first game is going on, I'm watching Tyler, the creator, who's on my team. He's shooting camera, mm-hmm. and then as soon as the game is over, maybe he's the one that flipped with Marvin, and then here you go, here's your stuff, here's your whatever, you're shooting here, and then he goes and warms up for the game. It's it's pretty wild, and it's uh, it's really actually impressive how well it's been coordinated so yeah. far. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, those games are fun, though. Um, it's uh, I think that Dan Gardella, who's uh, doing our play-by-play, has been awesome. Yeah, there's no shortage of love out there for Dan and how well he's been doing. Yeah. Yeah, kids the kids a pro for sure. Yeah. I Dan, shouldn't call him a kid, but Dan G. Dan G uh D2. He's also yeah. been known. Um he's doing really well. Uh how do you feel about getting more time in front of the camera? Um I'm not excited about it to be honest <laughs> with you. I mean, I'm fine with it. I've never been nervous about it. I was a theater actor in high school. Um so I've got I'm fine with I don't get nervous about stuff like that, but I just would prefer not to get hit in the nuts on right. a public spectacle like that. That was the, when it happened, I think that was floating through my head more than anything was 
the fact that this is, you know, one of the, the longest I've been in front of the camera and I get hit in the nuts. And you know, and it's interesting too because it's a lot of people who in front of the camera who aren't used to being in front of the camera doing something that they're not may it might not be their strongest like playing basketball not good at it I, I haven't played organized <laughs> basketball that's not like a goof like I haven't played organized <laughs> basketball since I was nine years old <laughs> and like Andy McLovin like right off the bat he was just like what's going on with you out there and I'm like dude you play pickup every weekend yeah. Yeah, I was like, I haven't played an organized like game, not even pickup with my friends because I was never good at it. Well, uh, so first of all, we should say that uh, just on the off chance that people listening to this haven't watched the game, you can go to the Dan Patrick Show app. It's there. You can also go to the Dan Patrick Show Facebook page and watch uh, the games will all be there. Um, but so far, one of the big highlights from uh, Brandon from your game uh, was you unfortunately getting kicked in the nuts mm-hmm. uh, two a days went hard to the hole hard to the hoop yeah. uh goes up for a, a rebound and somehow his foot went behind his body and made a like he jumped and his foot somehow made a like cut to the right in a very unnatural movement and caught you directly in the balls would you say deliberate i wouldn't because i, <laughs> I just impossible. don't i don't no. believe he's that coordinated um <laughs> but it was an amazing shot it was it was truly remarkable uh, yeah the basket and the hit the to the groin shot. yeah it was yeah, that was tough that uh, was tough one of the things that it's so much fun about doing this three on three league is that now i'm uh like like we try to come up with ideas for the next broadcast, and one of the first things I thought it was like, oh, we have to do an in-depth feature now, and you getting kicked in the balls, right? Which is fun because this—that's what this work is. I can I can lean into that so hard. That's yeah. great because I thought about it the rest of the game. Like, and I went home, and my wife was just like, "Why did you do that?" And I'm like, "I didn't do it. Yeah, I didn't like ask for it. Yeah, <laughs> but that's uh, so uh, so far my." Big moment on that court was actually not in the 3v3 league, but it was uh, when I fell flat on my face a couple weeks ago. Uh, Thus the name Big Faller Brand. Yeah. Um, And that was really embarrassing. And it continues to, everywhere I go, people are like, hey man, how's your face? Yeah. Uh, All of my friends. You know what's weird about that is I usually film like the Instagram (laughs) stories holding my phone vertical and I usually just kind of casually follow the action. For some reason, I went out of the Instagram app I had my actual like camera phone up. It was held the right way. It was shot 4K, and I was just <laughs> filming you guys because I was like getting ready for the 3v3 feature type stuff, and all of a sudden you just <laughs> busted so hard, and I was like, man, maybe there is a God. <laughs> like, the fact that I chose that moment to like shoot it that way and be able to capture it was just bizarre. Yeah, just wiped out. Hardcore. Oh my god, the sound it made! <laughs> Did you actually hit your face? As you came up, you're like, "I didn't hit my face," but like, it looks and sounds like you hit it. the The way that my body reacted to the fall made it look like I smashed my face on the ground because it looks like my face bounces off of the court, and what it really was was. But like just reaction time of falling and knowing that I had to get my face up. So like I somehow I was able to uh, my face, the the slightest, lightest graze hit the hit the court. And it was bare. It was barely anything. It was like somebody had gone 
That's all I felt. Wow. And I just got super lucky because I fell hard enough that there's no doubt I would have broken my jaw or my nose or yeah. something would have been bad. You did like a natural like seal flipper, yeah. like keep your face off the ground. Like I don't I just got super lucky and I'm I'm very thankful that I did. But and a lot of people don't believe me, but I, I swear I didn't hit, hit my face because I, w- I wouldn't have been able to hide it. You know, I, my face didn't even I mean, it turned red from embarrassment, but I didn't have any marks or anything. No. And I fell hard enough that it would have really hurt me. Yeah. Um, now, that being said, in just the last game that we played, it was in the back of my mind. Like, don't wipe out. Don't right. fall. And it stinks. Yeah. Just, I mean, that, that kind of thing follows you, right? Yeah. Yeah, it stays in your head for sure. Yeah. So it, was it shoelaces or was it just a slip? It was uh, It was shoelaces. If you watch the video back, you could see that my shoelaces are untied. Mm. And uh, I just stepped on both of them. And it, my... The same foot that slipped out from under me is the same foot that I stepped on the shoelaces from, and it just it just like uh, all of my weight just like carried my feet away from me, and uh, yeah, it just slammed hardcore. Oh, man. It's funny though. Um, my son got a big kick out of it. He really <clears throat> liked it. Well, so that's that was it. awesome. I mean, that's what this studio is made off of. Is like kind of people like lightly injuring themselves. Yeah, it's and called blunders. Blunders, a blunder. <laughs> yeah, this is the blunder. Well, that, that's my big takeaway. I was like, I this is my first time like getting hit in the nuts in the studio. I'm like, that's like kind of a badge of honor to a point. Like, <laughs> you know, you're not you don't work for the Dan Patrick Show until you get hit in the nuts. Yeah, <laughs> until something horribly embarrassing happens on camera. Right, then it's like, oh, you're in. You're there really you in now. Yeah, welcome. Yeah, yeah. good times. Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, the three v three thing is really just. It's it's taken over. It's nice to see everybody all in on something for the most part. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like like you were saying before. Everybody in the group is 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 working on it or playing in it, something like that. But even more than that, it seems like everybody is having a genuinely good time doing it, which doesn't always happen. Right, and that's the thing is it's like it's a unifying piece too, and it lets everybody who does has a role and has a place work even outside of playing in the game work within this one thing that like we're all watching it together Mm -hmm. and so it's really i think because like with the new studio there's a little bit of like what do i do where do i stand where do i land kind of thing and then to have this like big thing where everybody's all in it together it's be like okay awesome you do that you do that you do that you do that and we're all doing it together to make this great thing which is cool yeah yeah it's super cool and lots of times when we do things it might some one person might be really passionate about it but the rest of the group might not really be feeling it but you kind of go along with it or a couple of people might be really into it and other people are just like yeah okay we could do this seems to be everybody seems to be in on this for the most part Mm -hmm. which is which is really cool um it it makes it it's funny i don't i didn't realize how much grown men need physical activity like this to work out stress or like whatever other issues might be going on because mm-hmm. it has a funny way playing a pickup basketball game has a funny way of dissolving certain things. You know what I mean? Totally. Like there's just more of a I get like the not to be cheesy like a team thing or something, but it does have a way of just uh like a de-stressing or yeah. um you know just losing all of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I totally agree with that. Like, I think there's no, like, sh- 
tension or stress between um, Mario and I, but like we talk a lot of trash to each other just in general. Mm. It's just like part of how we converse is just like talking garbage to each other. And like, but we played a pickup game and we were on the same team and we were pretty in sync, which is like cool and was kind of refreshing to be on the same team for that, which we're not in the same team in the three on three league, but like in general, it was like cool to work with him in that fashion. And like, you know, it it changes how you see it. Changes your perspective a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it changes the dynamics a little bit. Yeah, and there is more of a, uh, like every time that Mario, who's on my team, and now I see Tyler, who you know, both of those guys are always great to be around, right? But now when I see him, I'm like, yeah, those are my guys. What's up, little extra fist bump or something like that, where you're like, heck yeah, big faller. What's up, dude? Totally. You know, there's a little extra bonding there. There's a little more camaraderie, a little more teamwork mm-hmm. am- amongst everybody uh, in the group. But also then you're like, yeah, these guys they uh, know what it's like. Speaking of team camaraderie, the team I would love to see on a road trip together and just hear the conversation in the car would be Dylan Tews and uh, Toddler. Just, I mean, that's just an interesting mishmash of... Yeah, humans. So I think like, I think at this point we all the audience knows Todd and all of his uh, quirks. Quirks is a great word. Two's two's. Uh, you know what? Mario might be able to talk better about this, but I don't know how many quirks Two's necessarily has. He's not a very loud person. He's not like a big boisterous person. He kind of keeps it all pretty mellow. Um, he's he's a big kid. He can ball. He can play basketball for sure. Um, he's a scorer, and so he's good like that. Yeah, he doesn't. He's not a trash talker. No. Uh, he seems to be able to put up with a lot of crap from people. Yeah. Um, so that's good. And then Dylan, uh, Dylan was the last pick in the draft, and I think that's because he's a complete unknown. We had, nobody has any idea who Dylan is or what he's all about, or uh, really like even what his role is here. It's just kind of an unknown quantity, and like I think that's the only reason why he went last. So he could be the second coming of like Dennis Rodman. I would have no idea, right? Adam Morrison or somebody. I I have no idea, but so far that hasn't played out that way. Uh, no, no, but, he's a he's a funny kid though. Yeah, I'll say that. I, I've strong it, sneaker game. Strong, strong. Yeah, sneaker. he comes in bringing heat almost every day. Yep. Um, I thought for sure Andrew. Uh, the team um, against the Grainers. It's McLovin's team, Andrew. Uh, him, uh, the German kid, and Alan Guzzi. I thought that they would be the most combustible team. Mm. And so far that hasn't happened. They've actually played really great team basketball. They're, they're a very solid, simple system, Yeah, I think. Like, Alan is super, super, super reliable. Andy can play. He plays all the time. Yeah, he's a good athlete. He's, a, he's an athletic guy. I thought that just the dynamics between the three of them that I know from the show, I was like, oh, this could be good. If you could frustrate them, they're going to implode, and then the game's going to be over. So far, I've played them twice now, um, yeah. and that has, we haven't been able to do that. Um, I'm curious as to what's going to... I've been watching them play, Yeah, and I'm, I've got some ideas. I mean, they're our first game on Tuesday. Mm. I've got some concepts floating. Um, so, speaking of uh, concepts that you have, yes, moving off of three on three and more into personal stuff, 
Uh, what have you been up to lately, away from the show? Outside of the show? Yeah, you've been really busy. I've been super busy. I um, I made a short film down in West Virginia uh, called Where the Roses Bloom, which is just a like a fantasy western, really kind of bizarre thing that I made with some people that I really, really appreciate. Clint McElroy, specifically, is like, I've been a fan of, he does a Dungeons and Dragons podcast thing, and uh, so he acted in it and helped produce it, and uh, it's been pretty, uh, it's been a pretty incredible experience so far. There's stuff happening that I can't talk about Mm -hmm. off of that that's exciting, Um, but it's just cool, because like, I listen to these dudes making their content, make, doing what they do, and I've always appreciated it, and so to be able to work with you know, Clint was really, really, really awesome. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I mean, that that sucked up a lot of my free time in my life pretty much since January. Um, and now that's done and we're just editing it. And That's fun. It's all happening. You're like but, in the home stretch then. Yeah, we're in the home stretch. She's done. It's It's like a movie I would have made for like myself in eighth grade. There's like a goblin, Clint Eastwood, cowboy. There's a samurai. Wait, Clint Eastwood is in it? No. Oh. Clint Eastwood style cowboy. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Who's also a goblin. And Who's then, a goblin. Yeah. This is very much not our audience's uh, right. bag. But, it, it might be. You'd be surprised. Yeah. Well, and then, um, you know, there's a wizard. Yeah. There's a samurai cowboy. It's pretty zany, but it's. I try to take it wicked seriously. It's funny that you just mentioned uh, Dungeons and Dragons because there's this. Uh, I was at a uh, my son had a play date recently. Okay, and the uh, father like somehow podcast got brought up, and all he was just like, "Oh, I just listened to Dungeons and Dragons podcasts. That's it. There's like five of them that I'm obsessed with." And I'm like, "Wow, this is amazing." I remember Dungeons and Dragons from when I was a kid, D and D. But uh, yeah, the idea that it's translated into podcasts is fascinating. It's so good. Yeah, it's so good, and it works so well because it's a storytelling medium. Yeah, and it's also a game, so there's some level of competition and you know unwritten suspense, I guess, uh, to it. So it 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 really makes for like good storytelling. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, and it's nerd stuff too, which is just fun. At yeah. the end of the day, like it's like yeah, it's just fun stuff. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with just having fun, right? Enjoying fun stuff and stories and whatever. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, that's good, man. That's exciting. How about you? What have you been up to? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Still, just going to my kids' soccer games. That's about it. You're filming the soccer games, though. Yeah, I decided to learn how to use a camera. You know, a long time ago, Dan said to me, uh, (laughs) when we first started doing the TV (laughs) show, uh, he randomly said to me, because we were talking about being on TV and stuff like that, and uh, Dan said to me, my advice to you is to learn how to use a camera. <laughs> oh, man. That's so funny. I was like, damn, dude, that kind of hurts. Like, I don't know. I thought maybe I could be on camera, but maybe not. That's yeah. just me. So uh, it only took me about eight years, though, to get over that hurt and be like, you know what? I should just learn how to use a camera. Yeah. At the vi- like, So you've kind of have the... M- you know, you are a producer on a show. Like, yeah. you have the mind for it. So, actually, learning camera for any sort of like perspective project that could ever exist outside of here, it's going to be super beneficial to be like, oh yeah, I would hop on a fifty. Like, you can say that knowing it now, what a fifty millimeter lens looks like versus versus yeah, you know, hundred twenty, whatever, it, whatever you 
picked. So it's it's good. I think that's a it's a good piece of advice. It might have come across in the fashion of like this show, like you can't compliment somebody or give somebody advice without insulting them. We were just talking about one of the guys in the back was just like, hey, I listened to the podcast and I heard an insult compliment I gave you from back in D.C. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Eric Weeks came up to me. He's one of our utility camera people. And he's just like, he said to me in Washington, D.C., I walked into the studio. He's like, oh, you look comfortable today. And I was like, that's a compliment and insulting. Yeah, that's <laughs> like a compliment the same. and insulting. So, I mean, that's I think that's that's what you do here. You yeah. Defeat. Build up simultaneously. Right. Because right. you got to break. It's like working out. you got to break muscles down to make them hey, stronger. You need gains, I guess. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, I'm trying to learn how to do that. And it's been fun. And my son, uh, his endless soccer games is uh, a great, feels like a good medium to do that. Because I could shoot video or I could take still pictures. I can edit both of them and make something fun. And then the there's so many benefits to it because I get to learn how to shoot and edit video or pictures. And then uh, all of his teammates and their parents get a bunch of awesome action shots of their kids dominating. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. It's fun, you know. It's and it good... gives you something to focus on, like you said, outside of the game, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. It's Now I'm having – it's a much more enjoyable experience when you're focusing on shooting it rather than, like, what is he doing? Yeah. Like, what is he not even <laughs> running right now? Like, Kieran, go get the ball. You know, yeah. like, and I'm not doing any of that stuff, you know, which is nice. That's good. Yeah. And it, it makes everybody a lot happier, including uh, my son. Um and then that being said, as far as this podcast goes, um, I, I used to do one called Seton Calling, mm-hmm. and that was basically just me interviewing bands, and it was like a music podcast. And then we started doing this show, which was going to be me interviewing bands in bars. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it sort of turned into a bit of a travel show off mm-hmm. of that, and we've sort of been finding it, you know, or following it down this winding road of... What are we doing? And then it turned into just me and you talking, which yeah. is cool. Um, and so I think for the rest of this year, what it's going to be is all of those things. Yeah. Right? Call kitchen sink that, that baby. Yeah. Just why this. don't we just go kitchen sink with it? And uh, if one week we, uh, you know, there's a, a band that gets interviewed, awesome. Let's do that. If another week it's just me and you sitting here talking, cool. If another week we're in Portland, Oregon and we're doing a thing, okay, that works too. Why not? There's no rules. We do whatever we want. Hell yeah. And that's I kind love of the way it. that's the way I feel about it. Because we just we just got to um festival season. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden like uh punk rock bowling came around and we did, covered that a bunch of times. Yep. There was always a Riot Fest just announced their lineup, which we went to once. Um there's a whole bunch of those things happening and I was like, Oh man, we should go do this or we should do that and then it really sort of lit a fire. Actually, the three on three thing lit a fire like creatively for me. Totally, that I am really feeding off of right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was like priority number one of just make sure that we do this every week and let's line up some interviews and get back to doing that. Let's figure out some locations to go shoot. Let's just do it all and just have it live in this one place. So awesome. That's sort of uh, where we're at for the next year. So uh, like I'm trying to book this one band now who we, we've talked to before. Um, or at uh, in Asbury Park, that band Pup. Yeah, Remember, right. So they're from Toronto, and they're huge NBA fans. Why wouldn't we interview them to talk NBA Finals right now? I mean, that works totally, right? Totally. So that's sort of the idea moving forward. Um, little reset button, I guess, as we do from time to time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm stoked, man. It's it's been it's been a great couple of m- weeks, if not months, 
of like uh, just being super productive and creative and I love it. I just want to keep running with that. You know? Yeah. I feel like I'm like waking up from hibernation right now. Yeah. Like I've like been like mulling things over and preparing things and like ready to strike. Yeah. It's almost like, uh, it's almost like taking charge again of your life. Totally. It's kind of the way that I feel instead of letting life happen to you, it just feels like I just, just grabbed hold of some things and was just like, screw it. I'm going to run with these things and let's see what happens. And mm-hmm. so far it's been awesome and it's tremendously rewarding to do that work and, and have it, you know, take off and have it just be successful and like, all right, well, let's just keep running and do the things that we know and love and make new things. Hell yeah. Yeah. So that's it, man. Um, I'll see you, uh, next week, week after. Yeah. We'll do maybe. another one of these. Yeah. Yeah. Next we'll time. Kick, when we'll I'll see you when I see you. Okay. Yeah. Bye. All right. Later.